All right. So to start us off with this lit circle, I'll kind of start uh, with a quick summary of kind of what's happened from pages uh, 127 to 238 in the book of Unknown Americans. Um, so uh, in the beginning, Mayor is uh, confronting Garrett sort of uh, and gets in a fight with Garrett about how Garrett has been treating uh, Maribel. And this leads to um, Mayor's uh being grounded by his parents because his parents were called in after the fight and they got very angry with Mayor. And so then Mayor's grounded. He's prevented from seeing Marbell. This leads to um, more sneaky behavior from Mayor. And so now Mayor is um, sort of later on, we find out that Mayor has been spied by uh, Kiskiea um, by taking. Marbell into his dad's new car and uh, the car is new uh, because uh, Mayor's aunt was uh, divorced from her husband but she was also given uh, she was also given thousands of dollars from that settlement and so she gave 10,000 to uh, Mayor's family and with that they bought a new car so that sort of raised the mood but didn't um, get Mayor out of being grounded um, and then later on, we, uh, towards the end of um, 2.38, we find out that uh, Mayor has taken the car, left school, taken the car, um, picked up Maribel because he wants to show her how great life is with the snow. And this leads onto a whole nother love chapter with Mayor and Maribel. So uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about how uh, Mayor's parents reacted to uh, him confronting uh, Garrett because on one hand, uh, Mayor feels like he's finally being mature like Enrique, his brother, uh, in that he is confronting people who are you know, against him and, and the things he loves. And a lot of what Mayor's confidence issues stem from is his need to prove himself that he's as good as his brother to his parents. And so it's interesting that uh, what Mayor feels important is that he is, is strong and independent like his brother, where his parents just want him to sort of uh, chill out and, and live his life um, without causing a lot of trouble. Um, but at the same time, they are specifically saying, why can't you be uh, like, like Enrique? And I'd like to sort of pose the question, do you think that Mayor's parents would have the same reaction to Enrique beating someone up as they did uh, Mayor? Um, um, yes, I would think that they would have the similar reaction. Um, but the thing about Enrique is that He's sort of naturally talented in, in soccer, and that's what they want. Um, that's what um, Rafael wants their kids to do is um, to be good at this sport. So since Enrique has, you know, has his soccer situation settled, I think they're less worried about him. Um, so uh, if Enrique does something um, like that, I think there will be... I mean, I said yes earlier. I actually meant no. Um, I think they'd be less harsh on him on, on that. Right. Yeah. I also think they would be less harsh. I think 
that because Enrique, well, I think that uh, Rafael thinks a lot more highly of Enrique, and so he would be a little less um, harsh, like you said, you mean, right. on uh, Enrique. And because uh, Mayor is already in sort of a bad spot with his dad, that kind of leads to him, that leads to Rafael being more angry already with Mayor. And, yeah, and then Mayor suffers more severe consequences in the end. Right. Yeah. I feel um, that that's actually a really interesting note because, you know, I don't think Mayor would be punished in the first place for, uh, you know, some of what. Yeah, honestly, um, the chapter, the, the um, in uh, Mayor's perspective, he also mentioned that um, his, his dad was mad mostly at the soccer situation, not the fact that he uh, like beat someone up like in his defense. Mm-hmm. So I think that other things trigger the anger more than just the physical beating itself. Right. Do you think that um, them being immigrants was an influencing factor on how they punish their children? Because I think that it might be possible that because they're immigrants, they feel they have a they have sort of one chance to make it in their new country and they don't want their kids screwing up their lives when they're young, like making it more difficult for them later on because they came to the U.S. for the chance to live a better life. And by, you know, going off and beating someone up, it's sort of uh, placing that whole, uh, you know, one chance in jeopardy. And so it might be possible that you know, because they're immigrants and because they they this is their new life, they don't want anything possibly messing it up. Oh well, yeah, and when um, Raphael uh, bought the new car, when they were driving it back, he was driving really slow, and uh, it's because he was afraid that the cops would be more likely to pull them over because he was saying it's better to uh, blend in. Or, well, it's it's the cops are more likely to pull over people of color, is what he was saying. I don't have the actual quote, but I think they said, uh, but some they said something like, uh, you know, if you if the cops see someone who's drowned, they just pull you over like that. That's how it is. Um, yeah, and you know that that sort of echoes what you're saying. Uh, you you just have to try to do your best to blend in and not be and not be conspicuous. Uh, I think I have coming up on the quote. Okay. Um, yeah. So he says the police don't know that by looking at us. Um, after uh, his wife has said that's ridiculous that um, you're scared of them. We've lived here for 15 years. We're citizens. But he says the police don't know that by looking at us. They see a brown face through the windshield and boom, sirens. Yeah, I think that uh, that echoes a lot of what's happening in the book in general. You see a lot of immigrant families being, you know, uh, uh, almost taken advantage of uh, by, you know, people in their new country. And you see, like, uh, uh, Maribel's family is is so new to the country; they don't know what's going on. So they, at the first part of the book, they go and, you know, don't have a lot of money, and they waste a lot of it at the, this convenience store. And then later on, they have uh, a really hard time getting Maribel into schools. And I feel like this idea of, you know, just taking everyone's like race at face value and not really considering people's situations is a really important theme in the book um, where, where through the book, I think the author is sort of like hoping you learn that, uh, you know, there's more to people's stories than just what's on the outside. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so in the beginning, I kind of went over a summary of sort of more of my or's perspective, what had happened of his journey. But there was also what happened with uh, in, uh, not Enrique, um, Arturo and Rafael, how they both lost their jobs um, and how um, Arturo, they're kind of his family is kind of living off the money that they have because he hasn't been able to find a job. And basically now they are illegal immigrants since his visa has expired, since he wasn't able to get a job in time. Whereas uh, Rafael had, was able to find a job as a mailman. Um, so it's good that he has a car. Um, but Arturo and his family are kind of in a tough situation. Uh, who do you think is impacted more by the uh, loss of the jobs, the people who are you know, uh, who have a visa, a working visa, but are now illegal immigrants, or the people who are, you know, established in the country and, uh, and you know, are able to sort of bounce back, even if it's not, like, a great situation for them. You know, in my mind, it's, like, obviously, the people who are able to sort of, like, who have already integrated themselves in their new life, you know, have a definite advantage over the people who are, you know, just very new. Yeah. Devin, do you have any input on that? Um, well, you're behind from you guys, but the part I'm at, I heard, I read about when the boy, like, the mom thought the boy pushed her against the wall. He was kissing her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guests. Almost sort of been shooken up since yeah. that and kind of worried about, oh, and also what happened during this is that, um, Alma went to confront Garrett, um, right. but he kind of, Garrett's more dangerous than she mm -hmm. thought, and so she went to his neighborhood, but he was like, go home, and not go home as to the apartments, but go back to um, Mexico, where right. she was I from. Actually, um, I don't remember if she intentionally went there to confront him, or was, was, like, was she just, I think, uh, from what I remember, she just, she, may she was nearby, and she just saw Garrett, and at his place. No, I think she went out to find. I don't know if him. she was looking. She was trying to find Garrett, or if she was just trying to find Maribel. I don't. Remember. I think it was. I don't think she was looking for Garrett. Like, I remember, no. it was just like a coincidence that she's. Let me see found. if I'm able to find. Um, if you guys want, I can always try and find this. If you guys want to uh, bring something else up. Oh, wait, Here, it's wait, chapter I think, 16. Yeah, I think I found um, it. Yep. He said, the boy locked his eyes on me and said something I didn't hear. He repeated it, and the second time I understood. Go home, he said. I knew, I knew those words, and I knew by the way that he said them. He didn't mean I should go to back to the apartment. And on the topic of whether she was going there intentionally or not, at the beginning it says, I should have gone home, but anger uh, roiled in my belly. And after I boarded the bus back to the apartment, that day I was seized by another idea. Vito had said the name of the neighborhood where the boy lived once. Capital, Oak, Capital Oaks, wasn't it? If the police weren't going to help me, I thought I would go over there myself. So, uh, yeah, she did yeah, go over there. Did. Yeah. Um, but it didn't necessarily end yeah. that well. And I'm wondering what will happen as far as Garrett in the future. Do you and, think that a lot of these sort of, like, situations could have been, you know, avoided if the police had taken her seriously? I think, yeah, if the police had, if if she was, if the police had taken her more seriously, if she had been, like, fluent at speaking English, able to, mm -hmm. to get her idea across that her daughter might have been sexually assaulted by this 
um, kid, then yeah, I think definitely they yeah, would have. Definitely. Um, it took it as a joke. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially since she couldn't speak any English, right. they were trying, probably thinking just, oh, she's just probably some crazy. Did she have like Spanish, Spanish yeah. like, did, did she have like this Spanish? Um, yeah, there was, there was this interpreter, but, again, but like, still the, them having to bring out an interpreter yeah. in the first place the, sort the, of just. The ability to speak English really gives you credibility in like the U.S. Yeah, so even though like we're the U.S. is like, oh, we don't have an official language. Anyone who isn't speaking speaking English is immediately, you know, discredited. Yeah, yeah. And uh, on the topic of if Garrett will be, um, I guess you said like more of a harm in the future, or like you mentioned. Something about Garrett. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what what, what might happen later on? What might happen later on? He'll come on. back. I feel like it will. Well, so far where I am, um, he hasn't shown up after the the scene with Maribel. So I think that it will get worse mm -hmm. um, if nothing's done about him. Uh, I also feel like the police. If he's so far, it feels like he's. Um, he, they they. I feel like he's done things bad already. I think the police should have had records of him. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, even though, like, Garrett's a, kind of a minor character in the story, he's also a really, like, huge catalyst for a lot of, like, the the, the conflicts that these characters mm -hmm. are having. Yeah. So, you know, uh, later on in the story, um, I'm not sure if it's in part of this uh, section, but uh, it might be. Um, the Garrett, uh, you know, Alma tells... Uh, or Maribel's mom, sorry, I'm not sure if that's Alma, but I think it is. Alma tells uh, Maribel's dad about, uh, you know, Garrett and how he tried to assault Maribel, and that causes, you know, Maribel's dad to go, you know, kind of get enraged. Well, I didn't, I don't think we're at the part yeah. where um, she tells she yeah, I, I don't, Okay, well, then yeah. never mind. <laughs> I, uh, spoiler alert. Pause, spoiler alert. alert. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we haven't reached that part yet, but she's definitely hesitant on wanting to tell right. um, Arturo where we're at right now about yeah. what happened between Maribel. And Arturo definitely knows something's up because Alma is kind of a little bit more quiet, a little bit more um, reserved. Reserved, yeah. Um, but then on that topic of Alma and Arturo and their relationship, they also sort of, Alma tried to reignite their right. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. relationship. Um, so I think they're also becoming a little bit closer. And I think part of that's process. just like sort of how Maribel is sort of like being seen to be improving, right? Yeah. And a lot of that I think is due to like, um, you know, Mayor. Yeah. So it kind of, although like they don't know it, what they're trying to do by sort of, you know, shielding Maribel from Mayor is kind of, uh, you know, a negative on uh, Maribel's sort of health. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How do you think, uh, you know, do you guys feel that Maribel will continue to improve over the course of the book? So do you feel that, you know, Mayor's sort of uh, isolation from Maribel will cause her to deteriorate? How do you think, you know, her parents are going to react to that if it occurs? Well, just in, in the end of where we're at, 238, um, just that little trip that, uh, she and Mayor had to the beach that he took her to, it already seems like she's more herself. I think the relationship that her and Mayor have between themselves is something that she hasn't had 
in the time of her accident. And it's it's kind of maybe unlocking a part of her mind that hasn't been touched. And so it's helping her to recuperate from her injury in a way that um, wouldn't necessarily happen in her normal daily life. Right. Earlier on, I think the, one of the things that they said about Maribel's condition was that it damaged the part of her brain that was like part of that. Her. That, that it controls her emotions and yeah. her relationships. So I think having this relationship might be helping her improve. And yeah, ever since I, ever since we, I, I started reading the book, I always hoped that Maribel would, uh, would change um, mm -hmm. to how she was mm -hmm. because the book described her being like a completely different person, like just um, a lot more, uh, what's the word, like, like I don't know, a colorful um, personality. Mm -hmm. So I do hope that in near the end of the book, she would be different than how she is right now. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's sort of, uh, you know, part of the, the theme of this book is at least from Maribel's sort of character is that, you know, it's okay to be, uh, it's okay to be different. I mean, it's, she's, the doctors gave her the diagnosis, like, okay, she's never going to be exactly the same as she is. But I think through Mayor Maribel and sort of Maribel Stanley is sort of realizing that, you know, it's okay to be different. It's okay mm -hmm. to change. Yeah. Uh, just because they're, they're going to be different doesn't mean that it's not good. They're, they're good the way they are by the mm -hmm. nature of them just being themselves. Yeah. And another thing I'm wondering is what's going to happen since it kind of, the, where we ended off, it kind of left us on a little bit of a cliffhanger on what's going to happen between Mayor Maribel and their parents um, when they get back because they've been gone a long time. So are their parents going to be mad? Are they going to know what's going to have happened? I mean, his dad's definitely going to be mad because he took the car. Have you guys uh, reached the part where they are stuck in a snowstorm or? No. Not yet. Okay. They're at the beach. Well, they, they were just at the beach. They I were think, just and it was snowy. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that's not a huge part of the story. So no, never mind. But, you know. I guess there's yeah. gonna be a snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. I guess uh yep. Might as well just stop reading the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um all right, so we have a minute and a half left. How do we want to wrap this up? Um well we can sort of summarize what we talked about. Mm -hmm. Uh so we talked we begin the sort of uh you know, discussion talking about how Mayor's uh, perspective. Mayor's perspective and how, you know, his parents were grounding him for being for trying to be like Enrique, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and we talked about how you know Enrique would have been sort of punished less because uh, he's more liked by he's his more liked by his parents. Um, and then we started talking about how Maribel and uh, you know Mayor how their relationship was uh, you know being affected by uh, by Mayor is being grounded exactly. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of went on to talk about uh, Alma and her confrontation with Garrett, and then also Arturo and Raphael, how they're losing their jobs and how that might affect them later on in the future. And uh, you mean, what did we talk about then? Do we talk about... Then we kind of came back to, I think, Mayor, um, and also also sort of what might happen with Garrett in the future. Yeah, yes. Was, yeah. And I think... Uh, Yuming brought up the topic where it's like uh, that Alma, was it Alma? Alma wasn't, you know, intending to, you know, confront 
Oh, yeah. That was just, uh, I just missed a part if she was there intentionally or by accident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that wraps it up. Um, yeah. Yeah. There so. we go. podcast you just heard was recorded with anchor if you want to make your own download the android or ios app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast that's anchor.fm slash podcast